We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Will Levy, recorded at Equipus Church in Eden. For more information, please visit equipuschurch.com. Thank you, Lord, for everyone here. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. And I pray, Lord, this morning that is, I just share what's on my heart, what I believe, Lord, that you're wanting to say, Lord, I pray that you'd be glorified. I pray, Lord, that, that somehow we move closer to you and not further away. But, Lord, maybe there's going to be challenges this morning through the word. Well, Lord, we just humble ourselves before you and ask that you would speak, that you would lead us, you would guide us. And so, Lord, we give you all the glory. We, we thank you, Jesus, that you came, you gave your life so that we could have our lives free from the penalty of sin. And, Lord, we just thank you that in this moment right now you're going to move. We find ourselves fresh in you every day in Jesus' name. Amen. Awesome. Well, um, Currently, Pastor Desiree is out in Mosgiel. She's preaching out there. So pray for the team out there. I know it'll be awesome. And it's, it's just, I love this language that we're now, now using as a church. We're, we're one church in two locations. Uh, we may not have launched officially as a Quippers church out there, but who cares? Really? Because we're about leading people to Jesus and giving people hope and giving people a purpose. Amen. Uh, we, we don't really, we just, uh, 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 I guess a name might locate us to the relationships that we have, but really uh, what we're about is we're about people, and so it's exciting that we're out there, and there's a team of, of people, and, and uh, it's, it's just awesome. So one church in two locations, pe- people are preaching, people are getting saved, and, uh, you know, I was out there with football on um, Saturday. And uh, it was just great just meeting some nice, a lot of nice people. Do you know there's nice people out of Mosgill? Yeah. <laughs> Not that I didn't think there were. They were. It's, it's probably it's like one of the, you know, yeah, I just wanted to let you know that. You know, it's like there's nice people in Australia as well, just in case. But no, um, it was great. When we had, it was actually a very friendly uh, football club, and they were great because our team had four players. And, um, yeah, anyway, so they gave us three of theirs, and we bet them 4-0. <laughs> uh, but we had to default, so, yeah, because that wouldn't be fair. Anyway, um, just random story to start the message this morning. Great. But great, great, great that we're out in Mosgill, and, um, you know, I, 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 this is just the beginning. Amen. It is just the beginning. I, I, I have a... Something in my spirit that says, let's not build a mega church, just let's, let's build lots of churches. Let's serve lots of churches. I love connecting with Dave and uh, Maya, who are up in Timaru, and uh, they're doing great, and uh, Tico and Shelley up in Christchurch, and awesome. Ian and Dale down in Invercargill, Ray and uh, Shannon and Cromwell, just a few of the actors, and Steve and Winton, who knows where Winton is? All right. If you know where Winton is and you're there on a Sunday, go and see Steve and at the at the church there. So um, just I, I'm excited about what God is doing in the South Island. I'll leave the North Island to all the guys that are up there. There's plenty of them. They can figure the North Island out. And yeah, it's gonna it takes a lot of work anyway. Um, but I am really excited about what God's doing. 
and God is moving, um, and 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 I feel like we're just keeping up at the moment. Um, but that's a good place to be because if 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 we're keeping up, it means that He's going before us. Like Moses says, Lord, if you don't go before us, we don't want to go, and that's our prayer as well. Lord, like I don't, as long as we don't fall right out the back. <laughs> of what God's doing, but as long as we stay in that slipstream of what God's doing, I'm excited about that. And I, and I pray that you're excited about that as well. And, you know, um, when it comes to the prayer meeting on Monday nights, the first Monday of the, of the month, I encourage you, come down and pray. Uh, maybe you can't get all the family out. I understand that. But one, one mum or dad, come out and pray. It's just a great time where we get together and we're praying for what God wants to do in, in, in and around New Zealand and in and around the world. Cool? Awesome. Well, this morning I want to talk, um, and, and, you know, it's exciting that we're, we're doing the kids' relaunch. It's, it's who, liked, who liked the new sort of check-in area? That was pretty cool, and so we've shifted sort of like this cafe area out, and so we can hang out out there, and the kids can go in there, and, and it's just cool. Um, but this morning, I'm starting just the lead-in to our, to our miracle offering, uh, which is coming up on, in, oh, I've lost the notes here, is it June the 19th? 17th, thank you. June the 17th coming up, and, and I want to lead into it now because as a church, and if you're visiting this morning, um, we, we, we don't preach on finances heaps. Um, we, we just we, we work it through. But it's something that I just want to promote a little bit this morning and just talk about generosity. Uh, I, I have a heart uh, for, for our city, and, and it's really going to come from a place that we come together and we build in, with a generous spirit. Not just generous in our finances, but generous with our time, with our treasure, and with our talent. One of our heartbeats as equippers. And so I just want to talk a little bit about that. And, and the miracle offering this year, uh, I've, 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 I've labeled it um, the miraculous. Miraculous. And so I don't know if they've got that slide. They can put the miracle offering slide up. That would be great. But you'll notice over the last few, few months during the different guest speakers, we've, we've been doing a little series called This Is Us. Does anyone remember that? Good, good, good. That's, that's, that's encouraging. That's encouraging. Um, but I really, when I was praying about the miracle offering, I was like, Lord, not that we need to change the name, but what is it that, that, that I just feel like? And, and for some of you who know have been in the life of the church, the Lord does things in my head that come with words. And um, this, this year, I really had the word miraculous in, in, in my spirit because really the miracle comes uh, from, from us. Not that, we're, not that we're saying we're Jesus here, right? Uh, but the miracle offering is going to be miraculous because of the us on the end. You know, what God wants to do this year through the miracle offering, uh, I, I know is going to be phenomenal, but it's going to take us participating and believing in, in, in what God wants to do. And so that's where really where that word miraculous came from. And so I this morning just want to share a few thoughts in and around the miracle offering. Um, it's, it's, I'm, I'm excited because the miracle offering every year from 2014 has contributed to developing the life of the church. The very first thing, if you, if, if you can remember back there, if you were here in two, two, 2014, the very first thing we established or we, we altered in the life of the church was the parents' room. 
we, we is like, man, on my heart for what God wants to do is that, yes, we're a church that's located next to the university, but we are a church that is going to be multi-generational. And we're going to be a church that reaches every area of life. And, uh, and so where are we going to start? Well, we're going to start with the youngest of the youngest, the babies. And so I just had in my heart, we've got to put a great parents' room in. And if you're in the parents' room this morning, I hope you're having a great time. I hope you can hear well. I hope you feel connected into the life of the church. And uh, did you know that if you're in the parents' room and there's a hosting team member around, you can tap them on the shoulder and they'll make you a cup of coffee or a tea? Did you know that? It's just one great reason to have babies. Anyway. <laughs> Suddenly there's a whole lot of bowels. No. But uh, why? Why? Because we really want to value the stage of life that you're in right now. We understand that you've had zero sleep. Or maybe you've had a lot more. <laughs> I'm not sure. We understand that life right now, as you're caring for this beautiful baby, that, that man, when you come to church, you're just like a place where you can be cared for as well. And so that's why we started off with making a, a, and doing what we have and great, building a great parents' room. The next thing that we renovated after the parents' room was the, 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 little, uh, the little kids, which was Pips back then. And, uh, and, we, and Jill Necklin and her amazing team there developed it and we, we renovated it and she put a whole lot of stuff in there and uh, Stacy and Katie and the team are in there doing all sorts of things and, and lots of fun. And man, it's just like awesome out there. Uh, if, if, you're, if you want to serve in an area of the church, that's a great place to serve. And uh, they're out there. Why? Because we want the little kids to have a great experience of church. And if the little kids are having a great experience, who knows, then the parents have a great experience. Amen, right? And so we develop that area next. And then after that, we were like, man, our kids, our bigger kids' space was too small. And we had a garage full of just junk. Who's got a garage full of junk? Anyway, all right. And uh, then, then we're like, no, this is what we've got to do. We've got to extend out the area there. And so we renovated that. All of these things have happened because of the miracle offering. And, and so, so we've done that. Now we're at the point where all of our kids' facilities are just too small. We're, we're, we, and, I, and I know this, and, and we're looking around Dunedin for what venues are awesome. We're also looking at what are the things that we can change here. We've got plans for an 800-seater auditorium on this location with a 150 breakout area for kids and all that sort of stuff. We've got plans for that. Now we're, we're going, all right, God, how are we going to open the doors for us to be able to impact the city with this? Because in Dunedin City, there's not a venue that is around 800 seats. If there is, please come and tell me where it is because I want to know where it is. And, and, and so we're really trying to build facilities that are going to serve and encourage the very people that we're here to equip and train. Amen? And so when it comes to the miracle offering, this is just a small part of what you've contributed to over the life of the church. Um, keeping on going, we've, we've always believed in... In, in, in the next generations to come. And, and last year, or the years moving forward from 2014, um, when, when Desiree and I came here, we've just seen God amazingly just bless the budget. The budget's been there, but then, then, then last year, uh, we wrote a budget, I wrote a budget, it was approved, 
But then, unfortunately, the university pulled out of renting the building next door, and that meant a deficit in our budget. And uh, we, 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 we were blessed because we had money to, uh, to finance the deficit, and, and when we, we've got good controls there. But coming into this year, I was really passionate about going, you know what, Some, the, the things that are not going to miss out are our kids, are our youth, and are our young adults. And so I, I wrote from the miracle offering, I wrote, miracle offering is going to sow into kids, is going to sow into youth, and it's going to sow into young adults. And so we're this year, we're now stepping out in faith. We've written a positive budget, and we're on track on that budget, but, and, and we're believing, but it's going to come from the miracle offering. And so we don't want to shrink back on any of those areas. Oh, I don't want to shrink back. I just, I'm believing for it. You know, next week we're going to hear from some of the guys out of uh, kids and some of the guys out of youth and some of the guys out of young adults. Why? I've just what God's been doing in and through them. I love hearing the stories of, of, of just how God's moved. And, and I, I hear them, but I want you to hear them as well. Um, and so just moving forward then, there's... When we're talking about giving and we're talking about miracles, and there's many, many, many scriptures in the Bible, hundreds of scriptures in the Bible that we could, we could, I could share on and 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 encourage you through and and teach you through. But like like Proverbs chapter eleven, verse twenty four and twenty six, which is the world of the generous gets larger and larger, but the world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. And if you've been around in the life of the church for a year now, you would have heard that through a series that we did. There's maybe Luke chapter 21 and verses 1 to 4 about the, the widow's might, the offering that she gave, and where Jesus was sitting and watching people bringing things and bringing offerings. But what got Jesus' attention was the widow's might. Um, there's, there's Solomon and the offering that he brought just before uh, he, he was woken in the middle of the night by the Lord, where he was supposed to only give one bull sacrifice, but he sacrificed a thousand bulls. Isn't that, a, like, that's generous there. And, and, you know, we don't, good that we don't do that now, eh? Some of you don't sound convinced. All right. um, we can, again, bring up the, the, the amazing blessing that Mary was when she anointed Jesus' feet with that alabaster oil and, and washed his feet with her hair. And um, there's Zacchaeus. There's many. And Luke chapter 19 about when he had a revelation of who Jesus was in his life. And he says to Jesus, oh, what, I'm going to give half my wealth. And so there's that angle we could go on it. There's, there's the words of Jesus himself in Acts chapter 20 where it says it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. And, 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 and I, but I, I love the fact that I am here this morning talking about giving from not a place of persuading, but from a place of uh, just, uh, just knowing that there is a receiving because I know I'm in a church that is already generous. Because we've seen that over the last four years and previously, obviously, with the people that have given into the life of the church to even be in the building that we're in. And so I know this morning that really I don't have to persuade you to be part of the miracle offering. Just seeing a whole lot of families 
I've just seen a whole lot of young people running around. The, 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 the most excited thing that is happening out in the church in Mosgiel right now is that the generations that have gone before are now seeing and hearing all the kids that are out there right now. And they are so excited because that's their heart. And I know it's our heart as well to leave a platform and leave, leave something for the generations that are coming. And so really... I mean, I could even talk about the, the areas that the rest of the miracle offering has blessed. You know, with, I shared this at, 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 a, at team night on Wednesday night about Matali and Lavender and Tonga. And we had some photos that were up about the school and just seen hundreds of students now, now in a classroom that has been, re, classrooms that have been rebuilt after the, the hurricane or the cyclone went through and destroyed the school that was there. I could talk about how, um, how Patrick and Bronwyn in Brazil are, are, are serving God over there and doing a fantastic job, but how you here, Equippers Dunedin, contribute to their health insurance, which is $10,000 a year. Who knows that if you're a parent in this room, that's a good thing. Yeah? We're lucky. We're blessed. We can just call 111, ambulance turns up, or we can go down the hospital. We can walk in. We get looked after. Over in Rio, that doesn't happen. You, you have to go through a horrendous system, and by the time you're through that system, you might as well not have gone. And so, but private system over there, man, they get looked after, they get blessed. Who knows that when you're planning a church, that would be a great benefit to know that your family is going to be looked after. And you as a church contribute to that. Isn't that awesome? And so there's, we could talk about that. We could talk about um, Francesco and Tanya in, Brazil, in not Brazil, Italy, and what they're doing over there and seeing a, the, uh, a great Pentecostal church built and established in Italy. There's, there's other things that are coming up. We've got Shark Conference, one of, the, one of it's not about the largest conference, but just a, a great space where people get to encounter Jesus and, and you contribute into that. Uh, we could even talk about how we contribute into just local pastoral care issues. And, uh, and we could talk about all of that stuff. And that's good, and I, I want to be encouraging. But really, the one scripture, I've nailed it all down, the one scripture that I just want to share with you this morning, and then I've got three quick points just to talk about. Is that all right? Who's excited? Who's already ready to give? It's like two weeks away. But anyway, um, if you turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 6, and this is a scripture that's come from, obviously, uh, or not obviously, the Sermon on the Mount. This is the early teachings of Jesus, what is probably one of the most famous teachings. He sits on a hill and starts teaching. But Matthew chapter 6, verse 21 says this. Some of you may know it. And hopefully it's going to come up on the screen. There it is. And some of you may know this well, but it says this, For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. This is an, I think this is one of the greatest scriptures that is in the Bible because, um, I was going to say because it's true. Uh, just, just all the scripture in the Bible is true. All right, just letting you know that. But, but this really does... Wherever you put your treasure, your heart will follow. It's not where your heart is, there your treasure is also. No, no. no, no. I, have, I have a desire, and, I, and, and you know, I want, the, I want the New Zealand teams to win. 
right? I'm, I like sport, and, but, uh, and I like the All Blacks and all that sort of stuff, but I'm just not going to pay that much for a ticket to go and watch them. My treasure is not that much. I'm like, my heart's there, but my treasure's not going to be there. Yeah, there's many other areas that your heart can be somewhere, but you just don't put your treasure there. But where your treasure is, your heart will be there. Where you put your treasure, your heart will be there. And I, and I believe that that's, that's really what I'm, I'm asking you today is, where is your treasure? Because I know that's where your heart will be. And I want to ask you a question with that in mind then. Is what, the question is this, and hopefully I'm going to give you three answers so you don't have to answer them. It says, why, my question is this, why do I want to give again? That's my question. Leading into the miracle offering, we, we don't want to manipulate anyone. I don't want to coerce anyone to be part of it. But I, want you to, I just want you to ask this question. Why do I want to give again? Not why do I have to. Oh, I have to because I'm on team. No, no, you don't have to. No one has to do anything in the life of the church. Uh, but I want to say, let's have a want to attitude. But I want to let you. I want to leave that question with you this morning, as we, in a couple of weeks, then come back and we'll we'll take up this offering. Is why do I want to give again? Maybe you don't want to give again, and you're totally fine with that. I don't want to, again, I don't want to put any manipulation on you or anything, but I pray there's a want to give again. I, I pray that this is where, where your heart is, your treasure will, will be as well. But it is where your treasure is, there your heart will be. Maybe you, you've been finding it really hard to get located into a local church and you've been going from one church to another church to another church, this will actually help you out. If you sow into the life of the church, your treasure, your heart will be there. I, I know this is like a lot of people that I know who skip from one church to another church to another church uh, are not people who contribute tithing into the local church because it affects their heart. And I know that when you do this, you'll do it. And so my, my answers then this morning, real quickly, uh, and there could be many, many answers that you have, but I, I pray that you'll hear m my heart on this because uh, we as a church, we'd never want to put pressure on anyone. But the first answer that I, that I have for you to answer your question, why do I want to give again, is trust. This is my answer for you this morning, is if you are asking that question, why would I want to give into the miracle offering, is, is trust. Why? Because, and why have I written trust down? I've written trust down is because uh, you, you trust me and you trust the vision of this church. I'm not trying to be arrogant or anything this morning, but God has placed me and Desiree here. And he's given me a vision for this church, and, 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 and I'm going to outwork it as best as I can. And so I pray this morning that there is a trust, that you can trust Israel and I. If there is a mistrust there, man, can I just say we are so open 
to coming and talking to you about anything or wanting you to talk about anything, especially around finances and all this sort of stuff, because I understand that people have questions. But I want to say the first answer that maybe you could have this morning is, you know what, I actually trust uh, Will and Desiree. And I trust that we have the leadership structure in place that finances are administered well in the life of the church and the vision of the church. I've written this down. I know what God wants to do is bigger than all of us, but put put together, bigger than all of us put together. But when we choose to trust uh, what God has placed in our hearts as a church, I believe God has um, that, that that what God has given me, God's going to do a phenomenal things. And I want to encourage you this morning that you'd you would you would trust, continue to trust me, continue to trust that we're where God's going. Well, we're we're just trying to keep up. You know, a couple of years ago, God gave us that prophetic word out of Isaiah chapter 54. Enlarge your house, build an addition, spread out. You have have no space. It says, spare no expense. Uh, who likes that one? We've driven, we've, 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 we've stretched out and we've got design and we've got plans for a building. And, um, but we're also stretching out to go, Lord, where do you want us to uh, serve into? Like with the youth over the weekend, over two weeks ago, we still had Revolution Tour coming into local schools doing anti-bullying programs. That's a great place to sow into, I believe. That's a great place. And so, and so I want to I wanna say, I want to ask you whether you trust us. And I'm laying that out there right now because I think if you don't trust the vision or the life of the church, then, then you know what? I wouldn't sow into it either. But I pray that you can. And I pray that you know that we're open to any questions. And in fact, I've had a couple of people now that the financial year's finished and our audited reports are finished have come and asked uh, to talk about the finances and all that sort of stuff. And I'm more than happy. We point them to the Charities Commission. That's where uh, all, all the historical uh, information is. But this year, we're about to load the financial report up onto the Charities Commission with the new standards, with all the new detail. And we say, go there. But if you've got any other questions and you want to talk more about it, please come and see us. We'd love to talk to you about it. We are very open when it comes to the finances of the life of the church. Um, so... Oh, I want to just share really, a lot of you know the, 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 the scripture that I really love about in Hebrews chapter 10, but uh, another scripture that I, I live my life on, and I try, or I try, don't we all try to live our life by the scripture? Let's be honest, there's some areas sometimes we uh, have to struggle. Um, but it's Proverbs chapter 3. And I just want to read the first 10 scriptures. And, and this is how we try and live. I try, myself and Desiree, try and live our life. It says this, my child, and this is what I feel. This is when I read this, I feel like God's speaking it to me. It says, my child, never forget the things I have taught you. Store my commands in your heart. If you do this, you will live many years. That's why I like the scripture. Um, and your life will be satisfying. It says this, never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them deep within your hearts. Then you will find favor with both God and people, and you will earn a good reputation. Many of you might know this scripture. It says, verse 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart. 
Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek His will in all you do, and He will show you which path to take. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Then you will, ha- you will have healing for your body, strength for your bones. It says this, honor the Lord with your wealth and with the very best part of everything you produce. Then you will fill your barns with grain and your vats will overflow with good wine. There's some awesome promises in there. But there's there's also some great attitudes of heart in there as well. And as we lead the church and as we're believing for what God wants to do out of Mosgiel, you know, I'll say it now, most of the offering that we we, we will take up this year will be to help start and set up Mosgiel Church. Why? Because we're enlarging the place of our tent. We're pushing out into, a, into the regions that Jesus has got for us. Is there going to be times where we, we enlarge and we go further? Probably. But I want to say, come on, let's, let's, let's trust God. Uh, and, and sometimes I don't understand. I'll say it now. Sometimes I don't understand. I'm, and, and sometimes it is that, like, God, I'm just trying to keep up here. But I'm going to trust you. And that's what I call the, the lovely tension of faith. Amen? Uh, like, uh, there's sometimes when you don't know how to uh, answer things and you don't know, but you just got to trust God and God's going to come through. That's where faith and the rubber hits the road. And that's where you see great testimony and, and great, uh, great opportunities to serve God. I, I, I've, many times in our own life, Desiree and I, we've, we've, we've sown into areas that we've just not understood. Like, Lord, I don't know about this. And some of you have heard the testimony where we gave for the first time, like what we thought was a big amount, or it was a big amount. It was 4,000 pounds. But we were both young professionals earning really good money. And so we were in there, we were able to do that. But I remember, we, well, the, the struggle. We rewrote out this, uh, this, this pledge and the person who came and ministered and the Holy Spirit moved and, and then we we're like, oh, and we fell like we have to double it. And Desiree and I looked at each other. We had that, you know, that, that look thing. And, uh, and we just doubled it. And, and uh, as, as we're like, Lord, I don't understand. I, I don't understand. But I'm going to trust you with this. And, and I, they're like, hey, I'm not, I was, I'm not saying I'm godly here. There were tears streaming down my face. There was a struggle, but I was like, Lord, I've heard you in this. And Desiree and I were like, we, we, at, that, at that time they were saying, hey, come and walk down the front, put it at the altar. And, and so we walked down, we gave it. And, and man, we, we, we never knew what it was opening. We never knew. We, we just wanted to continue serving. And, and sometimes, here's the thing, when it comes to generosity and giving for us now, for Desiree and I, we, um, we know it's opening something, but we don't give because we know it's opening something. We know that when we give, God's going to do something with it. He can do whatever He wants with it. He can do whatever He wants with it. But we know that His principles also say that it's going to open up something in our life. Now, sometimes I don't understand that. What's that going to do? What's that going to mean? I don't know. But... It opens something. So the first answer that I have, well, real quick, was hopefully that you trust us. Hopefully that you're part of, want to carry the vision. Um, well, that's the answer, the number two. 
my second answer for your questions, why do I want to give again, is because you're part of carrying the vision of the life of the church. This is something that you want to be part of. And, um, you know, Joshua, uh, in the end of his days, he's like, well, you make a choice. It's up to you. Uh, you can choose the idols. You can choose this. You can choose that. But Joshua just says, you know what? Choose for yourself who, want, who you want to serve. And he goes, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And, the, and I want to say that to, to you also coming up into this offering in a couple of weeks. You choose. You, you choose. It, it Really, it's up to you. I, I don't mind what you, what you choose. It's be, choose because it's between you and God. And I pray that you're wanting to choose it because you're carrying the vision of the church right now and where we're going. You know, it just, it, I know sometimes, you know, um, we... We want to, we wanna, you know, the, the personalities that go, well, what about all the hungry mouths and all that sort of stuff? Well, I, don't, don't get me wrong. I believe in feeding uh, hungry people. But also, though, we've got a mandate that God's given us, and we've got to put infrastructure into those things. And so there's, a, there's this pendulum effect, yeah? And so I, I want to say, you know, choose to carry the vision of the life of the church. Um. We, we, we so believe in belonging and investing and growing. Our e-groups, our e-teams, and we'll, we'll add to growing. And so when it comes to investing, investing is not just uh, serving on a Sunday. So investing is also putting our treasure where, where our heart wants to be. And so I am purposely pushing and I am purposely provoking when it comes to finances because I believe in this city. You know, I don't want to be someone who's like, oh, okay. Um, you know, God's really given us a, a, a vision for the city. Um, and uh, well, maybe if you just gave into it, that would help. You know, um, we, we need like um, six to seven million dollars to build a facility here. But uh, um, I don't want to be sarcastic, but I, I do believe that if we are going to reach a city, we've, we've got to put uh, our finances into it. We've got to put our resources into it. And so, you know, six, we, I want to get this thing quantified. So I'm not just saying six to seven million. I want to, I'm going to get the, the, the plans and all that sort of drawn up so that we can actually price it out, so that we give us a definitive figure for what we're really believing for. But it's just so much more than a building. We're not, we're not sowing everything into a building. Yeah, we want to leave an inheritance for our children's children. But Lord, more than that, we want to reach out to our community. We want to reach them in the now and the then as well. So let's carry the vision of the church. The last one, and, and yeah, the team can jump up, um, which I think is the most, actually the most important answer to why I would want to give again. Because it has nothing to do with the, with the outcome of where the money is gone. This answer is just to do with you. It's just to do with how you can bless yourself. I want to put um, Proverbs chapter 11, verse 25 up on the screen. Sorry, guys. 
You're going to have to move. I've got it in two translations, the New Living Translation, and then it will come up on the, but it says this, the generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will them also be refreshed. If we look at it in the New King James, please. The generous soul will be made rich, and he who waters will also be watered himself. See, when it comes to the Bible, when it comes to God, when it comes to His plan, His purposes, when He, re- he, he gives us Scripture like this, this is one of the answers that I can just say, man, I want my soul to prosper. I don't want to live in a world of, that we're living in right now, just going through it day to day. And if there's areas that I can say, you know what, if this is going to help me prosper, I want to do it. And it just says that the generous will prosper. Those who refresh others, them themselves will be refreshed. Giving and being generous is actually good for your soul. It's good for who you are. Any parent in this room knows that. Yeah, because who likes buying gifts for their children? Hopefully most of you. And, and, And when you see the smile on their face, finally got that remote control car or whatever it is. And that's the same in Matthew chapter uh, 7 verse 7. How much more does the Heavenly Father want to give you good gifts? How much more does He want to bless you? And I want to say when it comes to even being generous about anything, it affects your own soul. And we ourselves can respond and go, Lord, I'm, you know what? I don't care what they're giving, what I'm giving to. I'm just going to give because I want to live a generous life. I'm going to give my time. I'm going to give my treasure. I'm going to give my talent. Why? Because it affects my soul. It's going to bless me. Those who refresh others will then themselves be refreshed. Who needs, whose soul needs refreshing this morning? Most, I would say a lot of us, because we, we live in the world that we live in. And being generous is, is and I can tell you, and if I had more time, I could rattle off hundreds and hundreds of testimonies. Maybe not hundreds and hundreds. Hundreds and thousands of increased dollars. Uh, just because of God's generosity. You know, God's economy is way better than ours. Way better. And we've got stories where we bought a section for $36,000, sold it five years later for 100000 That's good return right there. That's just one. One, one story of just being in, in, and that was just, and so we gave again, obviously. But it, it, wasn't, it wasn't about the return. It was about our soul being refreshed. It was about the generous spirit that we carry. It was about looking outwards, not inwards. And so, so <laughs> shrug my shoulders. No, not, not that at all. I, didn't want, I don't want to lead into this from a manipulative point of view. I want to lead into it from a passionate point of view of going, this is who we are. This is what we're carrying. And this is what I want to be a part of. And that's your choice as well. And, and you know, I, 
and and I'm I've said this a number of times this morning because I really really don't want to be manipulative or coaching people or saying you've got to be part of this no because if you respond that way you're not going to respond the 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 reward that you get is not what's going to line up with the bible and I want you to be refreshed I want your life to be blessed I, you know here's the thing if you if you don't want to be part of it God's still big and God's purposes will prevail but I want you to be part of it so you're part of what we're doing as a church amen so maybe the answers maybe that you trust who we are as a church you want to carry the vision but also there's joy and generosity that your soul will prosper yourselves amen Amen. Why don't we stand to our feet if you don't mind? We're going to finish the service. Thank you for listening to this message recorded at Equipus Church Dunedin. We pray it blessed you. For more information, please visit equipuschurch.com.